back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. If you were here on Friday, you heard some great uh, gambling advice over here from Nate. Uh, how'd your horse do at the Kentucky Relax, Derby? relax. Oh, oh, yeah, there was fine. no way of possibly predicting. Look, if you did, if you had those 80 to 1 odds, you are a genius, and I'm following you from here on out when it comes to gambling, because my word. Great finish, though. Yeah. Did you end up watching it? Uh, No, but I saw the replays yeah. on it, uh, which was, was really cool to see. I mean, <laughs> you just didn't even think of that horse coming up. Uh, and then it just made the the ultimate run toward the end, and uh, yeah, Rich Strike ends up getting the win. Like you said, eighty to one odds, uh, no chance there. Um, is that good for the sport of horse racing? Does it really matter? Do we we do that with every other sport? It's like uh, should the dynasties win or should there should be a surprising era? Well, I think, I think something any, like you know, horse racing, it's just it's so different than any other sport. Because there's the three... Well, the fact that the athletes are horses? Well, that. <laughs> and there's the three majors or whatever they call right. them. I don't know too much about horse racing, to be honest with you guys. I watch the three big races mm-hmm. and gamble on them. That's about it. But I think for horse racing, it's fun because it's, it's widely gambled on. Until right. gambling is legal in all 50 states, I don't know really how much of an impact that's going to have. It's more of, do you just like seeing the underdogs win? Yeah. Which I do, but I think to a certain extent, I don't like Cincinnati in the playoff. Now, if they would have won against Alabama, they would have shut me up real quick and I would have never had an argument again. But unfortunately, they got blown out by Alabama and we're still having this argument. Should a team like that be in the college football playoff? Well, and Mike Leach used uh, the Kentucky Derby example. He, he tweeted this. Well, okay, first, his, uh, his previous tweet before this, just so you know where this is coming from, <laughs> is a picture of bananas. And it says, if you're thinking these are bananas, then turn your phone upside down. And then when you turn your phone upside down, it says, yes, they are bananas at the top. What? I'm just Mike Leach is a goofball is my point. No, I understand that. It's a picture of bananas. Does he still have the mullet? I I'm not I don't think so. Maybe then, not his profile. All right, I don't like Mike Leach it. as much anymore. Then what? When he had the mullet, he was awesome. It doesn't matter what Mike Leach does; he's always one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, even when he wants college football expansion, and that's what he said. And his next tweet was that horse winning the Kentucky Derby today is a good example of why an expanded college football playoff is needed. That horse hadn't won all the races leading up, but it got its chance, and that's what happened. Just needed a chance in Washington State. Is he still Washington State? I think could I go think, and win a, a championship. I don't know how I feel about that. I understand. Look, I understand what he's saying. I I get it, but again, like I said, they're just such different sports, man. Yeah, like, it's just and there's there's a wide gap in horse racing. I get that, but it's an even enough playing field. There's no reason to throw out the second best team in group of five every year. Which is essentially, if you went to 12 teams, which I think is what they're trying, isn't it 12 that they're trying to do, or are they trying to do 8? I think it's 12. Last I look was 12. Which I'm assuming that would probably mean you get at least one group of five school in, possibly two. I don't need to see SMU play Alabama in the first round of college football, man. It's not good for that's not good for the kids. It's not good for the sport. It's not good for the playoff. Yeah, the NCAA is going to get richer, but guess what? They do that already. So I I don't like to see it. I think the playoff is good where it is. I know you agree with me. Oh yeah, I, I, I like it more than the BCS. But I understand the frustration. If if there was going to be an expansion, I would go with six. 
I would have the first two schools, which would be the best in the country, like last year, which mm-hmm. would have been Georgia and Alabama. I know the seeding didn't work out that way, but those were obviously the two best teams in college football. Have them get a bye, so then you don't have Alabama beating the crap out of some group of five school. Well, and so then you have the, the three you know, versus Keep the, the regular season a little interesting to try to get the bye. Yeah, you try and get the bye. one and two. And then you get those extra two schools that are able to make it to the college football playoff. Say you went to the college football playoff and just get absolutely smoked by whoever. Or it would make it more interesting because, say, this was the scenario. The three seed, which I think should have been Michigan. Michigan's the three seed. Cincinnati's pushed back, and they're the sixth seed. I would have liked to see that matchup. But I have, I mean, legitimately, there's no reason to see Cincinnati. Maybe last year was an enigma because Oklahoma State didn't get the job done on the field when they had an opportunity. Notre Dame lost to Cincinnati head-to-head. But in a normal season, you don't need to see that. I mean, yeah. it's not good for anybody. Uh, a couple texts on the text line. Uh, Kelsey, Mississippi Mud Dog, says, Mike Leach is in Mud Dog country oh, now right. at Mississippi that's right. State. That's right. He's very forgettable run down there. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, and I suppose it's happened before with, like, the Brett Bielema's complete opposite styles, um, but coaches that have success elsewhere and can't make it in the SEC, even though the SEC is just uh, Alabama and Georgia dominating. That is very true, Bach. Thank you. Well, I'm then why to, can't Mike Leach I'm have be to go the third best that. team? I'm going to have to go clip yeah, that. There so you, you finally admitted it. Uh, Big Frank says, just expand to eight, five Power Five champions, the top-ranked group of five school, and two at large. That would be my, my choice, too, if you were going to expand. The only problem with that, again, is that in that setup, you don't really you don't really get too much of a benefit from being number one as opposed to number eight. Um, now, they might do the host sites and all that, but to me, it's still not is enough. Is that what it would be? You'd get essentially another home football game yeah, if you're a top four? to get into the, to the final four, basically, okay. the college football as it I is. Kinda, I kind of like that. that. If that's what they ended up doing, you get more revenue for the school, you get an extra home game, there's incentive to, to yeah. be a top four seed. I, again, I, the only problem with eight is that so that top-ranked group of five school, they're still going to be the eight seed and end up playing Alabama. I, I just don't see any reason for having that. What does that do for you? Well, because in the one in uh, twelve times they do it and you get the upset, it's worth you know it's all time. I don't see it's that story happening. Yeah. It, it, again, it could crazier things have happened in college football, but when it comes to the playoff, we see blowouts enough as it is. How yeah. many? How many actually good? Uh, the national championship game aside, how many good playoff games have we seen over the past what, many. seven, eight years? That Oklahoma Georgia one with Baker Mayfield and it the, is what double OT seem, or whatever it was, seemingly historic because none of the other games have been. That's basically decent. it. Yeah. And every other games are blowouts because, like we've always talked about, whether you like it or not, there's. Almost every single season, a huge gap right. from the top team to the fourth team. And you're not going to catch them, and you can maybe catch them sleeping halfway through the season. You're not going to catch them sleeping at the end you're not gonna when they're playing him, for the championship. No, you're not going to catch Nick Saban in a playoff matchup. That, yeah. that dude probably goes six days without sleeping. Trust me, <laughs> you are not going to be able to catch Nick Saban in a playoff game. I just, I get it, and I understand the school's frustration. If you're a school on the outside looking in, look, last year Cincinnati would have been the perfect example. They went undefeated. They took care of business against Notre Dame. Oklahoma State, if they, they would have won. They everything to fall into place. If they so. would have won the Big 12 championship against Baylor, yeah. they would have been in. Cincinnati would have been left out. I understand the argument, but if I'm being entirely honest with you, I probably would have rather seen Oklahoma State in that game. I would have. I think it would have been a more competitive game. We could have do this all day long. What would have happened? Uh, scenarios that didn't end up being the case. But that's probably what I would rather see. I just, I personally do not care to see a team like Cincinnati in the playoff. I don't, and I don't think I ever will. 
But in an expanded like eight team playoff, you still wouldn't. You want have to. to. I I wouldn't. I would rather see the eighth but best then power what's five the, school. What's the point in those teams playing this season? You I'm just not want saying a I, separate like an nit for the small school. Maybe, but I just don't. I don't think teams like that should be rewarded for playing the schedules that they do. At the end of the day, and I bring up strength schedule every time mm-hmm. when Cincinnati is 60th, whatever, in strength schedule. Look, I understand you scheduled Indiana, you scheduled Notre Dame, you took care of it on the field, you made it to the playoff. Congratulations. But I just think there's a huge difference. I'll even throw your SEC out there. A two-loss SEC team that plays, and trust me, I hate towards the end of the season when they do the random out-of-conference against the Citadel. Don't even get me started on that garbage. But if you have an SEC team that's like a Texas A&M a couple years ago that loses two games, but you're playing an SEC schedule, you should be the team that goes to the playoff. I I think that 10 times out of 10. And it sucks because Eddie's brought up this point too because he's a big UCF guy. These group of five schools, they make their schedules three, four, five years in advance. So when you had Indiana on the schedule, Stanford a few years back, those were going to be marquee games. Those were going to be quality <laughs> wins. Indiana, when it was scheduled, wasn't. And then for a short time, no. it was. And then it looked great. And then all of a sudden, but it then, wasn't. Again. Okay, Stanford. Stanford, for right, a while, yeah, there Stanford was a nine, ten win football team, and then they ended up being terrible. So I do feel for those teams because they're trying to make that effort and move forward. But unless you're a Power 5 school, I'm sorry. It's just... You're going to be screwed in this scenario. Well, and you have to have it built in, too, and that's the one thing that, that hurts when, when you're talking about the one-season scenario is that SEC, that Cincinnati might have gotten um, the lane there, but if that's South Florida, do they go to the playoff? Probably not. You have to have like you have to no. build it up. Central or like an Florida SMU. Yeah. I, I don't think they would have got think in. So. I think you're right. Yeah. I think that's a very good point. So, I mean, when I say all things have to fall in place, I mean for years. It's not just the, the one year that you go undefeated. So um, it's it. I, that's the only reason that I would like to see uh, an expansion. But I'm glad that you know we can put the, uh, down the narrative that it would never happen because it can happen. It's not still necessarily fair because, like no, I said, yeah, it has to build up over several years. Um, but to your point, it's not necessarily fair within that year because they're playing a weaker schedule to begin with. So. Exactly. And I think if you put if you put Cincinnati in the – if you gave Cincinnati-Nebraska schedule last year, hmm. that same That's exact team, yeah. you they trust me, that was a good team. They probably went oh, yeah. 9-10 games. But guess what? 9-10 wins doesn't get you in the playoff. That puts you in the borderline conversation of a New Year's Six Bowl. So that's where my argument comes from. Have a couple texts here. Kelsey says, if last year was an 18 playoff, Cincinnati wouldn't have played the number one seed right away. Sometimes the best group of five team is better than the Power Five Conference champs. Last year, Cincy probably would have spanked Pitt. Uh, I think that would have been a good game. I'm not entirely sure if they would have spanked Pitt. I, yeah. I, they they might have won. But that's an interesting point because if it was an 18 playoff, I would not be surprised if they moved Cincinnati down. Because then you have an because oh, the then four. you have an excuse. It's okay. You have to put them in, no matter which way you slice it. Cincinnati's in the playoff. You built this eighteen playoff for a reason to put in this group of five school. I don't know if you make them the four seed. I think they. I don't know if they would have been the eight, but they would have moved them down. I don't think they would have given them the four. I don't know, just because either way, there wasn't really a team to take the four. I mean, that was the whole problem with with them Wait, getting which into is the fair. Game. Which is I fair. I don't know who they would have put which in at fair. number four because um, Notre Dame was five, and they beat Notre Dame head up. Well, let's do this scenario. UCF a few years back, 
They would have given them the eight seed. They would have put them as the last school in. Oh. And then they would have gotten absolutely spanked by Alabama. Hey, Which again, hey, hey. That's a- <laughs> they beat Auburn. <laughs> Get out of here. Who beat Alabama that no, year, I believe. No, I don't want to hear this garbage. I understand. Scott Frost, Whatever coach of the year. Scott Frost was. No, that's a good point. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe <laughs> I, I, UCF would have given him a fight. No. Yeah, you got to believe. If you but believe that, Scott Frost right now, you got to believe back then. But then you're not really fixing the solution there, right? Because, yes, you're giving this team a chance at UCF, but then you're making them the eight seed for the same scenario to happen if you make them the four seed. I just don't understand what like what are we solving here just by giving these teams a chance? I guess that's basically your goal, but the the result's not going to change. Well, that's yeah, no matter how much you expand it out, that's it's not going to change. That's the bottom line is that it's uh it's pretty much like you said, there's you're going to end up with Alabama and Georgia in last year's uh, championship game and more often than not, you do have those top 2, maybe 3 teams separate. Uh, where it gets interesting, but it's usually two. Um, and it's sometimes game. one. <laughs> and I'm surprised these kids, I mean, I, I know the kids want to win games and all this, but we have kids not playing in the Sugar Bowl. Right. And you want to play an extra game onto your season to possibly get hurt? Like, there, there's not too much of a difference there. Yes, you're playing yeah. for national championship, but if you're a player in Alabama playing UCF that's an eight seed, you want an extra opportunity to get hurt? No. You might, I mean, in that case, you might drop the non-cons. That's tough because you could drop the exactly, non-con down exactly. once, but then every you know every university is affected by that by losing a home game at least every other year. So listen, Dusty, I would put Virginia Tech in the playoffs seven and five over eleven and one Cincinnati. <laughs> Give me that. Give me the Hokies in the playoff. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I would hate to say that you're absolutely wrong. I'd love to see the Huskers. I don't care what record they get. Hey, in three yeah. and nine. I'd say if there's an eighteen <laughs> playoff, put them in. Also, Texter says Alabama's not always going to have Saban. That's a good point. Yeah, it seems like they point. have for quite some time. Yeah. We'll take a quick break. We'll go back into the yearbook of 2002. Coming up next year on the Ticket Water Club. 